the Code of Man podcast, and all those regular listeners who listen to the intro every week probably wondered what happened. I offered no introductory commentary or quotations. I just thought it'd be nice to just let Brother Bruce sing us in. And uh, anyway, it's good to be back on the podcast today. I would like to just talk about just a little bit here about the irony of the situation. I don't know how long it's been. But it's been a long time since Napoleon, Roland Napoleon, mm-hmm. was in the studio. Mm-hmm. Old Easy Target is missing in action, but ladies and gentlemen, Napoleon is back. Thank you. Thank little, you. little delayed applause there. Well, that's what happens when I have to do uh, Easy Target's job, too, since he's not here today. But anyway, good to have you back there, Napoleon. It's, it's great to be back. Fans uh, are probably going wild. Well, we got a lot of hate mail. We did. I wasn't here. Well, that's what you said. Oh, it's trying to make you feel better. (laughs) So you're welcome in, I guess, listenership (laughs) going up because I haven't been here. Well, I will say this. Now, I will say this, all seriousness. I do think there was a dip in listenership over the last, uh, it was a a little off. It's been a little off. Yeah, that's because I haven't been listening to it over and over again. So you've not only been absent, you've been like a non-participant. Uh, yeah, it's been bad, but I'm I'm back. So you have no idea what we're talking about these days. No idea. <laughs> well, we are talking today about the Way of Holiness Conference. Last week, I played a part of the teaching from our Way of Holiness Conference this year at our church, and we talked about uh, what the Way of Holiness is, Isaiah 35. This week, I'm going to play a second part of the teaching where on the Saturday morning of the conference, I taught a lesson on the role of spiritual disciplines in the way of holiness. And so our, our, our good buddy, Easy Target's not here. We hope to have all three of us back where we can have a little roundtable discussion about the role of spiritual disciplines to sort of introduce the, uh, what we're going to play today. Uh, but I guess it's just you and me, so it's, it's not even a roundtable anymore. It's a duet. It's a duet. The dynamic duet. <laughs> well... We're, we're going to have a code reunion one of these days. We'll have. <laughs> that will be a highlight where everybody actually gets back together. The three of us. When was the last time that that happened? Precious memories. Oh, how they linger. So our recording of the opening today is, is, is really just an introduction into that, but want to cover more broadly the topic of spiritual disciplines and, and our experiences in the conference this year, which, as I said last week, I think has proven to be, continues to prove to be, the best one that we've had, it was our third year doing this. 
And I know this is a podcast where we try to focus on developing men spiritually. The conference is for everybody, anybody that's a follower of Christ. But uh, I thought it'd be good to to share some things about. You, you were in the conference, so yes. let's let's just state that you were there. And I thought maybe we'd ask you if the answer is nothing, then uh, we'll move right on to the next question. <laughs> but you know, maybe about some things you learned that kind of struck you or impacted you during the conference. So- yeah, uh, the last day. The highlight for me is when we talked about journaling. Mm-hmm. That was in, in led by our truly Overtrek over here. N- not the Batman. Not the Batman. I'm pointing at the <laughs> Batman, but I'm I mean Overtrek. That one I got the most out of that just because I've been journaling for a while, but it gave me more of a structure. I had a lot of aha moments with well, that. Well, I, I think a key thing that that brings out is a lot of times people, you know, Christians may think, I don't really practice, I don't have a lot of spiritual discipline in my life. But I think sometimes if we'll just turn the attention or turn the spotlight on the disciplines, that people can come to realize, oh, you know, I actually do practice some disciplines in my life, but with help and and instruction and teaching, I can get better at them. I can grow in this. Every one of the instructors that were involved this year, they've all been on our podcast before, Pastor Matthew Jones, old Charlie uh, Strawberry Frap Russell, or as he's known fondly, the hustle. Charlie the Hustle Russell. Yeah. Uh, both of those guys and Easy Target uh, taught on the discipline of celebration. I asked all of them, since the conference has ended, have you yourself found that there are some things you got more invested in and you're, you're, you're implementing in your life as a spiritual discipline? Every one of them said yes. Um, and, oh, the hustle he, uh, he mentioned journaling as something yeah. that was brand new for him, mm-hmm. but that he started. So what in just in your life as a follower of Christ and as a man, what spiritual disciplines uh, have you found to be the most helpful? Recently, and the, by far the most helpful, has been the discipline of confession. Oh. Having accountability partners mm-hmm. and being just... I would say brutally honest and just having people that keep you in check, people that you can trust first mm-hmm. and foremost, but just on a routine basis of finding areas that you're struggling with and, and, and trusting individuals, but just finding that power of confessing and confiding and prayer and speaking the truth into one another. That one, I would say um, confessions right up there. And then, of course, you know, spiritual reading and prayer as well. I was so, so glad for the teaching we had on spiritual reading. And Charlie taught that one mm-hmm. and really emphasized, he, he emphasized strongly spiritual reading in terms of the Bible and spiritual books. Correct. But just the idea of learning to read anything with the mind of the Lord to discern what God is saying to me through this. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's been a very helpful thing. But for me, by framing that, because when I talked to these guys, I said, hey, tell me what you're interested in teaching, but I want to see how that connects with my thoughts. And I gave Charlie this term because he has taught on meditation before. Yes. And a lot of these are interconnected. But being able to put that title to it or that idea of spiritual reading, here's what it's done for me. I've actually come to see the times I sat down with a book as an actual act of spiritual discipline where I never really thought of it that way or categorized it that way before. 
I guess the point behind that is, is again, the realization that, that our life can be filled with these disciplines, and, and they work. And they're things that we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'll say about old uh, Strawberry Frapp is he, he said he didn't do audio books. Yeah. So that's a little... Uh, Got to put that in, in question. Kind of tuned them out after that. Always hard for you to, oh. <laughs> hard for you to pay attention Just then. Just joking. So let me jump in right here with this. In case you're listening and haven't listened to last week's podcast, what is a spiritual discipline? So the definition that we've used around here is a spiritual discipline is any habit or practice developed over time that brings me closer to God and fills me with more of God in my life. And, and to your point about confession, it addresses a particular area in which I need to be strengthened in my spiritual life. I like what Dallas Willard, I've heard him say this a number of times when I've listened to him teaching on spiritual discipline. He says, if you don't need it, don't do it. Yeah. Well, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? If, if you're already doing something, why reinvent the wheel? Right. I guess the takeaway point behind all that would be all need some spiritual discipline. Yeah. Because there are areas where we can, but I, I guess it's finding those things that really help us get to where we need to be in our walk with Christ. So let me, let me just say, one of the things that I outline in the teaching we're going to share today is that it is a journey. You know, Isaiah 35 teaches us that it's a way of holiness for the wayfaring men. It's a journey. And, and we develop this a little bit throughout the conference, but it all begins with the journey of desire. And we've got to start by asking ourselves, what do I want? What do I need? What do I most need in my life right now to become the Christian and the follower of Christ that I should be, and desire then will lead us to intentionality. If I really want this, I will become intentional in pursuing it and uh, try and doing the things that will make it real in my life. That intentionality, which is where the disciplines come in, is what produces the transformation, mm-hmm. the spiritual transformation in my life. So that's kind of the way the journey unpacks. What, what would be a good example of that in your life where, as a follower of Christ, you had a desire to become something more or to achieve something or do something for the glory of God, whatever, and you begin to practice something intentionally that produced transformation. Does anything come to mind? Yeah, um, definitely around like the, the spiritual reading. Mm-hmm. Just I learned, I, I learned more about the Bible whenever I would study for like a sermon to minister. It, and, and I learned the older I got that, a, I can't just study whenever I have to, mm-hmm. you know, minister to someone, which I'm supposed to minister to people all the time. But what I mean is, like, if I have a preaching engagement or something like that. So what I learned was just instead of getting on, like, a reading plan or having, like, a, I don't mean, like, check the box, go from one extreme to the other, but just instead of doing, like, a devotional or something like that, whatever's on my heart and just stay there. Kind of like you and uh, Corey or Easy Target did with Mark. Gospel yeah. of Mark. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that with Psalm 101 through like 103. I stayed on Psalm 101 for a while, and I've just been kind of staying in one spot and just waiting to see what it is God wants instead of going on my own time, if that makes any sense. It does, because one of the things that, that we should talk about more at some point is how there are seasons in our life to the disciplines. Now, I think there are some things that are just steady state throughout our Christian life. We always need to be in prayer and and reading the Scriptures, studying the Scriptures. But 
there's seasonal ways we practice those things. And, and, and where I've seen that change in my life a lot is that point there of how I'm reading Scripture. So it, it changes, but it's where your heart is and it's what you're needing right now. It's what what is the Spirit trying to develop you in right now. Right. And, and that's a way to discern what spiritual disciplines we need. We've named a few spiritual reading, prayer, Bible study, confession, solitude. We taught on that one. Yeah. And then you mentioned journaling. Journaling. And then you mentioned uh, celebration. Celebration. With uh... fasting would be another one. Uh, meditation. Simplicity. Our friend Matthew Jones taught on yes. that. So these are some different spiritual disciplines uh, that we can practice. But here's the thing. There is no right list of spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Some things we should practice throughout our life. I mean, church gathering is a spiritual discipline. But there'll be other things. You might need it right now, and you might not always need it. I think fasting's one of those things sure. that are that can be seasonal, or even just the way you do it. Yeah, well, you mentioned uh, our friend Matt Jones mm-hmm. and how he talked about simplicity. And while he was doing his lesson, there were some a lot of things that I could relate to. And we've been kind of on this journey with this podcast anyway. We've done a lot of stuff on simplicity and you know, uh, shrinking your world and things like that. So he had talked about wardrobe. He put a big, he put a heavy emphasis on his wardrobe. Mm -hmm. And he also put an emphasis um, just kind of how he was trying to live more simple and not have to worry about uh, certain things. But something that I did, just getting away from social media uh, is one. That's a big step. Um, And... In picking, not being totally, I would say, not totally getting away from news and stuff like that, but just being real careful about what I read and when I read it and things like that. But just the simple life, that that is a huge spiritual discipline. Because even when, like when you go to the solitude and mm-hmm. things, I've learned that, and that's probably one that I need to work on the most, but I've learned that if you're not practicing one spiritual discipline like uh, living a simple life, Solitude is going to be very difficult because yeah. if you got a hundred things going on, guess what happens when you finally get some time alone? Your, I mean, your instinct is to start solving problems. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 monkeys start jumping in the banana tree. <laughs> That's right. That's one way to put it. <laughs> well, credit that to Henry Nowen. Ah, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, we have. For the rest of the podcast this week, we have the teaching on the role of spiritual disciplines. And we hope this will be a help, encouragement to you in uh, practicing spiritual disciplines in your life. Let me say, first of all, that today is all about learning. And as I said last night, it's about thinking and processing. And so consider yourselves enrolled in an intensive uh, weekend course on spiritual formation. You will not earn a degree. We don't even have a certificate of completion, but you will be uh, enhanced in your spiritual walk uh, by what you learn today and uh, through the course of tomorrow as well. Uh, Let me take you back to Isaiah 35 for just a moment and and just introduce today, because we begin the classes on the the different spiritual disciplines we're going to focus on. So I want to talk about the role of the spiritual disciplines in the way of holiness and Just calling your attention to that one more time. The pursuit of God, I said last night, and the pursuit of holiness are one and the same. And if we are not actively seeking, actively seeking to live holy lives, 
then we are not seeking life with God at all. So another way to say that would be that you have no life with God if you don't live holy. It's impossible. And every time our lives are infiltrated by things uh, that are worldly or carnal or unholy, we are not living life with God. Now, we are still in his care, we still belong to him, but we are not, we are not traveling well the way of holiness. The goal of our spiritual life is to get to the place that we are faithful and that we are walking with God every day. But here's an important phrase, and why I, why I mention that and write that up there and say it is you'll hear it said, at least I know I'll use it, and as you dive into deeper study on spiritual disciplines and spiritual life, you're going to see this phrase of spiritual formation. And so I want to define that for you. Now remember, you're using your journals, take notes, make notes on the handout, wherever you want to do it. You won't capture all this, but you can ask me later if there's something that I offered that you didn't get. And by the way, questions, don't forget, during any session, to include from the time we started, like before anything was said, explain to us why the... 10 minutes of silent prayer with music playing. Whatever your question is. If you have a question you want to submit, please do that. Spiritual formation, it is a process of the inner life wherein we are opening more and more as we go along. We're opening our deeper selves. Let me say that again. It's the process of the inner life wherein we are opening more and more our deeper selves to a stronger, truer connection with God. And, and I wish I would have put that on a handout, so I'm going to put a, a note on here. So if you didn't get all that, I think it's worth saying it that way, and I'll add that to something for you. So let me just give it to you in a word then. Spiritual formation is a journey. It's a journey, okay? And we're moving from where we are to where our souls long to be, and that's ever closer to God, ever closer to eternity. So it's a journey from darkness to light. That's the kind of journey we're on when we're talking about spiritual formation. There's nothing in the spiritual life that looks like this. Nothing. There's, no, there's nothing stagnant in the spiritual life. It is a constant movement like this. Our goal is to decrease the dips and increase the uh, ascents to where we are spending more time moving closer to God. It's a journey from darkness to light. It's a journey from bondage to freedom. However long you have known Christ or been known of Christ, you should now be more free, less bound than you were then, though we still have bondage in our life. And we're continuing to move toward that freedom. It's a journey from the false self to the true man. And I want to say something to you. That phraseology, that um, verbiage will also be something that you're going to encounter a time and time again as you study spiritual formation, spiritual discipline. It is the movement from the false self to the true self. Now, again, if I haven't said this lately, I would just say look at the writings of Paul. And if you can ever get a list of the order they were written in, and the first ones were Thessalonians, Galatians, which were good. They're wonderful. Matter of fact, I got a verse from Galatians in my notes this morning that I'll probably not get to because I'm out of time already. 
But then look at the later books Paul wrote, like Ephesians and Colossians, and I, I would challenge you sometime to look at the depth of spiritual formation, the difference between a 1 Thessalonians and an Ephesians. And what you see is you, you are able to actually trace the spiritual formation of the Apostle Paul, a man that moved from a false self to a true self. You say, how can you say that about Paul? Remember when he got all hot and bothered about John Mark? And then at the end, he he's sees the prophet of John Mark, and he loves him dearly. That's the product of ongoing spiritual formation. It is a journey. Now, let me just say that Isaiah 35 will show you the journey, and so let me just outline it for you and, and call Brother Charlie up. Here's what I want to say about the journey. Number one, it is a journey of desire, okay? Now, you've heard this word. This just got my attention last night when Matthew used it. I told you I had to go home and, and do some looking up of some things when he was preaching last night. I heard him use that word, and, and it's a key word in this thing. It's a journey of desire. Now, Again, there's no time, but if you look at verse 1 and 2 of this, really the whole chapter, but you see there's something going on here in the people's heart. They're looking for gladness. They're looking for joy, but they're in a place of desolation. So the desire is there, but they have to continue the journey to find it. That is all I have time to say about that. But Psalm 42, as the heart panteth after the water book, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God. So here's the key point. The desolation of this world, now listen to me, I chose words specifically, the desolation of this world will, not might, but will produce a hunger for God in the heart of a true disciple. It will, it will. This is not optional. True followers, true disciples will not be content in this world. They will always be restless. Did I mention Psalm 84 as a great formation text when you're studying spiritual disciplines and the pilgrimage? Because I'm going to mention it a lot. Okay? So, it's a hunger for God. That's the desire. Now, the second thing about the journey, it's a journey of, and I'm going to give you this word, intentionality. It's a journey of intentionality. Another word would be diligence, but I didn't want to get... I, I like the word intentionality, to be intentional. This is a journey of being intentional. Verse 8 of the text says, It is for the wayfaring men, those that are intentionally choosing to walk the path. It's not for the unclean, it says. Meaning those that are carnal, it's not. Carnal people are not walking the way of holiness. It is impossible. Carnal Christians which is a complete oxymoron. But believers who are being carnal are not walking in the way of holiness. It is an impossibility. Uh, it, it takes intentionality. Paul said, 1 Corinthians 9, 24, he said, Run that ye may obtain. That means I'm being very intentional about this, and I'm following the guidance. I'm, I'm within the rules, and I am, I, am, I am trained, and I am giving all that I've got. I'm very intentional. He said in 2 Timothy 2, 5, you cannot win unless you strive lawfully. And so you see this diligence, this intentionality, and the way of the desert is an exclusive way. It is reserved for those whose hearts are set in the pilgrimage, Psalm 84, who long for the detachment. There's another one of those big words, right? Detachment. We should put that up there again. 
But it, it is for those who long for detachment from this world, who desire, and here comes that verse from Galatians, who desire like the Apostle Paul that Christ would be formed in them. It's that Christ would be formed in them. Brother Tommy, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Right? Now let me give you the third word. So, you know, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but the road to holiness is certainly tread by those with disciplined intentionality. To intend is what a lot of people do. I intend to. Intend implies that I'm making plans to make the plan. But intent means I am on the threshold of doing the thing. You see, we live with in, intending all the time and we never get anywhere. But when we live with intentionality, we are doing the things that are required to be done to become holy people and to continue the journey of spiritual formation. So it's a journey of intentionality. Now, the last word, it is a journey then of transformation. Now, gave that word to you last night, but it is a key word. You will hear it multiple times today. Desert transformation, by the way. The kind of transformation that doesn't happen from just coming to church. It absolutely will not happen from coming to church. You're never going to be transformed and spiritually formed in the inner man simply by coming to church or being involved in church activities. You will be a shallow, surface-level, nominal Christian at best, but you will not have spiritual life. The transformation has to happen in the desert. The desolate places become the beautiful and the enriching places. It is the strength, it is the healing, it is the refreshment, it is the restoration that comes in the way of holiness, which is only found by treading in the, the, the desert places, the desolate places. So Paul says, and I close, exercise thyself, 1 Timothy 4, 7 and 8, exercise thyself rather unto godliness, for bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable to all things both in this life and in that which is to come. The most important thing we do is our spiritual training. Spiritual training. John Ortberg has a great chapter in his book on the difference between trying and training. You can try harder until you fall over dead and never progress whatsoever. John Ortberg has a great illustration in his book about getting a phone call out of the blue saying, we would love for you to become, come and compete in the Olympics in the marathon. To which he says, I've never ran in, a, in my life. But I decide, oh, great opportunity, I'm going to do that. And I try and I try and I try harder and I just continue to collapse. Because you cannot do by trying harder. You must train to be. So then it all comes together like this. This transformation... All these words, desolation of the world produces the desire for God in the believer's life. I now want this. I want this. And so desire builds intentionality. I will go after what my heart longs for. I will go after it because I really want that. Did you ever want something in your life? An ice cream cone, a car, your driver's license, a, a, a certain job, right? And we will go after it. So desire builds intentionality. And that's where the spiritual disciplines come in, right here. It's what we're talking about today, right here, my intentionality. And then that intentionality leads to the transformation in which I am becoming what I am 
pursuing. Looking unto Jesus in all the ways that I can do that. Amen? That's what we're talking about today. So that is the role of spiritual disciplines in the way of holiness, on the way of the desert. I mean, I know inquiring minds are wondering where you've been. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but, but, but did you bring back any mementos of the journey? I can't even... When's the last time I was in here? I don't know. It's I don't remember. Been weeks. It hasn't Maybe been months. that long. It hasn't been that long. Probably April? No. <laughs> Get out of here. It can't have been like maybe July, but no, nothing, uh, no adventures. No. Nothing comes to mind. It's just been sort of blah. Nothing comes to mind. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. But it's uh, great to be back. It is good to have Uncle you Uncle Dean back. is back. Uncle Napoleon is back, folks. Can we count on you for next time? Oh, I'll be here. All right. Signing autographs? Oh, yeah, I'll sign autographs, books, whatever you want. I didn't write them. I'll just sign them for you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Rango, you know, he just signs a book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that one out. Well, that's that's what we've been missing all this time. Yeah, oh, you know it. Anyway, all right. Well, let's go to the teaching. We hope this will be a help, encouragement to you in uh, practicing spiritual disciplines in your life. In the heart of a champion, there is a fire.